Blog Talk Radio. Peace, peace, everybody. How y'all doing? This is the Prime Minister Jew. Uh, I'm glad you all can make it out this morning uh, for this broadcast that we have. Uh, we had a magnificent time uh, down in Florida for the spring equinox trip. Um, it was certainly one of a kind. I've been on many of these trips, um, you know, and who has been putting these things together for the last four years. And um, it's just been marvelous, man, some of these experiences that we've been able to have um, together on these trips. So I decided, as we always do, uh, to put a show together uh, to talk about some of the experiences um, that myself and a lot of the other people who came on the trip had. Um, So I'm looking for my co-host into the building. Um, let me see. Do I see him? Let me switch board back here. Not as of yet. He'll probably be calling in soon. But um, we got we gonna have some people come on this morning, y'all. People from the trip. Uh, they gonna call in. They are gonna share their experiences. Man, we had a lot of fun. Um, I just saw a lot of happy, smiling faces, man, and that was. It was a plus, man, seeing people enjoy themselves, get away for a little bit. Um, a lot of people brought their whole entire family down to Orlando, so that was great. Um, the kids even got involved in some of our ceremonial rites, so it was just full-blown uh, fun, full-blown experience. Let me see. Do I see this dude in here, man? Noble, man, where you at, man? We waiting on you to come in, man. I know you got something to share. I guess I'll go first, man. We got a few things coming up. Visit the website, www.myastrologycoach.com, and click on Retreats, uh, and you'll see the next thing that we have coming up uh, in 2015 in June. So y'all got a little under 90 days left uh, if you want to participate with us for our summer social celebration that we have every year. This year we're going to... Mount Shasta, out in Cali. Um, that's going to be a doozy. Um, so if you're interested, sign up now, register now, make your deposit now um, so that you lock yourself in. And we'll talk about, I, I'm going to talk about the importance of living in the end in this broadcast a little bit because it goes, it's running in congruence with what we talked about in the workshop uh, Friday night down there uh, in Orlando. So, let me see. All right, so I guess I'll kick it off, man, and wait on Noble to come in a little later. In the workshop, I'm going to start from the workshop because um, I really want the people who were on the beach to have that moment to talk about what they experienced on the beach. But I guess I'll make a pathway for people to uh, understand where exactly we're coming from uh, with this dialogue this morning. We had a workshop Friday night in Orlando where where, um, the theme of the workshop was dealing with the human imagination. And over the past hmm, year or so, uh, 
I found some very, very heavy, influential information dealing with the components of your mind and the real power of the human imagination and exactly what it is. And in the workshop, we discussed the science of waves, particles, and quantum physics. And inside of quantum physics, when you're dealing with waves, it's a phenomenon that's occurring where you have all of these unlimited probabilities and possibilities that exist inside of this quantum field. So it's literally, in, uh, it's like a Google, you know what I mean? It's unlimited um, things that can happen to you or can happen for you, right, inside of this field. And so to give people a, a brief uh, premise of what exactly that means, it's something called the double slit experiment where um, they took these particles of light, primarily photons, and they sent them through um, this double slit that reminds you of the form of the number 11, right? So they just send these packets of energy through these through these slits. And what they noticed was these particles of light were defying physics. They said when they sent these particles through, they weren't collapsing into the form in which they passed through, which would denote a regular, occur a regular occurrence of what modern-day physics of what modern-day physics um, specifies what should have happened in a situation like that. What ended up happening was when they passed these photons or these particles of light through the slit, they just spread across the sheet or the board behind the double slit, and it just looked like a bunch of wave patterns. And they said, wow, we, we, what is going on? It is something going on here that is new. We don't understand this thing. So they ran all these tests over and over and over again. And what they found was they said, well, let's put a recording device behind the double slit in order to see what is going on? Why isn't this particle conforming to physics? Why is it defying physics and remaining as an unlimited potential or a wave? When they put the recording device behind the double slit to see what was going on, the light or the photon that passed through the slit turned into uh, went from waves to particles. In other words, when they put a recording device or a recording mechanism behind the double slit, the particles of light conformed to physics, meaning they collapsed and they started to form what looked like the number 11 behind the double slit. So science says, wow, what is it about observation, right, because they put a recording device to observe this phenomenon, they said, what is it about observation that alters the very particles that create the building blocks for what we call physical matter, i.e. physics, right? They said, wow, what is going on here? Now, mind you, everybody, 
everything that you're looking at in the world, anything that you can see, touch, etc., etc., is all part of the visible spectrum of light. There's, these, there's many different spectrums, infrared, gamma, all these different spectrums of light, right? But uh, we're living in the visible spectrum with, with things that we can see, right? So a lot of times, you know, uh, some people are very reluctant to deal with the unseen, right, because they're so rooted inside of this 3D matrix, right? But now here comes science, right, which is really not new because some of the traditions of old were giving it to you in these allegories and whatnot and these stories dealing with these different gods and goddesses and uh, et cetera, et cetera. They understood it. The mystics and the sages of old and the high priests of old understood this sacred science, right? But now science, which is the contemporary language of mysticism, has come along and um, now is giving it to the culture and the society who is primarily left-brain oriented, especially over here in the West, ways to absorb this data so that they can know what's going on, you know, because, you know, people over in the West, if we can't uh, mathematically decipher it or uh, if we can't find it in a textbook, et cetera, et cetera, or if it hasn't ran through a, uh, you know, some type of test tube, then we're not going to give it too much credence, right? However, the people over in the East, they kind of operate the opposite. They go off the intuition and the feeling, and they just have a knowing of what's going on without having to go through all those steps. But either way, both serve their purpose in order for us as a civilization to move forward. But uh, when we look at when we look at this thing, we have to say, wow, if we're in a visible spectrum of life, and we know that everything that we're seeing here is literally a form of life. So whether it's an iron atom or a copper atom or whatever is the con- making up the constituency of whatever it is that we're seeing, right, it is still a form of light. And this is the teaching that myself and Noble Ampu have been trying to get over to the people because when we start thinking as light and looking at the component in the way that light works, then our lives become a lot easier. And what looks like magic is really your innate essence, your innate being, being able to be outside of time and space in the mental, right? Because light itself is not subject to time or space, you see? So um, I, I was teaching this to the people in the workshop, because we have to find a component that exists inside of our psychology that match this phenomenon, right? What is it about us as humans that make up this same potential that's dealing with this unlimited quantum or what they call a superposition state where we have all of these things going on at once? And, and depending upon how you observe the phenomenon, or what you see in your mind's eye, or the thoughts that you have coupled with the verbiage that you add to the image in your mind, this is the life that you're creating. Everybody, no matter where you're at, is it, who you are is where you're at. There's no, there's no in-betweens, you see? So whoever you see yourself as, whatever you see yourself as ha- having, that's where you're going to be at. And 
problem is when you limit yourself to the 3D world and thinking that you have to do everything with a left brain orientation, then it you it's like it's like matter against matter instead of spirit against matter, which has been proven dealing with these unseen particles because you cannot see these particles. You cannot see these electrons. You cannot see these photons. These are invisible particles that exist that actually are the building blocks for everything that you see. So everybody that needs science to validate the unseen, right, and calling everything quote-unquote spooky, nah, there, there is a essence that exists in the invisible realm that actually has an effect on what we see in the physical. In fact, it is the building block for everything that we do see in the physical. So that pretty much ends the discussion. But when we look at our capacity to think in these unlimited probabilities and possibilities that are, that are going on in this quantum field, what part of our human experience matches this in correspondence? Because, because this is how we can see because this is how we can see how we can use this science as light to create for ourselves. And that factor of the human being is called his imagination. I want you to look around right now, wherever you're at, wherever you're seated, uh, wherever you're comfortable, wherever you're at, work, home, bed, whatever. Look around. Look around your environment, right? You cannot name one thing in your environment, and I don't care where you go, I don't care where you go, you cannot name one thing in this world that did not first come out of the imagination of a man or a woman. This is a fact. You cannot find one thing, the chairs you're sitting on, the bed that you're resting in, uh, the dishwashing detergent, the microwave, the door, I don't care what it is, the Venetian blind, I don't care what you name, somebody had to see it in their mind's eye first as an imaginal act, right? And then the particles, right, once that observation was made in the mind's eye, started to collapse from that wave of potential. And then before you know it, all of these building blocks started to come into play for that individual in order for that inner or subjective thing that they built or created in their mind's eye to be reaped externally in the objective world. It doesn't work the other way around. The objective world is only a mirror to what's going on inside of you internally in your mind, period, period. It cannot exist. Nothing that exists that man has created it all came from out of a woman or a man's imagination first, right? So if we know that, then we start to understand that our ability to create things, right, are, are predicated upon our imaginal acts, right? And it becomes intensified when we are looking to use these tools to create events in the world or events in our life, Right? You will come across what I told um, the people who came to the workshop, the Equinox crew is what I'm calling y'all, y'all the Equinox crew. I told them a bridge of incident will occur where whatever you put together in your imaginal act, these things will start to conform. You will, 
you'll hear somebody make a mention of something that you were thinking in your imaginal act, or you'll see something in the newspaper that corresponds to what you're thinking in your imaginal act. Then all of a sudden you get a phone call or you get something in the mail or it can be a complete other stranger that you meet that is in congruence with what it is that you're trying to manifest. And before you know it, that same thing that you had in your mind's eye will manifest in the external world as an objective object. How do I know this? I do it all the time. Me and Ampu have done this for the last three years over and over and over again in a different format that it had a little bit more warrior to it, right, uh, to show people how this thing is actually done, right? But we're moving into a more personal aspect for the people that actually get it and, and want to apply this because it's everybody's right. Everybody has an imagination that has the ability to create whatever they want to create. So we're, we're looking at this thing, spring equinox. We had this solar eclipse. This so happened to come in at 29 degrees of Pisces, which is dealing with imagination, dealing with the subconscious mind. Um, you know, this water energy, this Piscean energy, this fog. We're going to get into the fog later. Uh, I'm going to let some of the callers um, weigh in and to talk about the experience that happened dealing with the fog. But uh, when we're looking at this thing, because I look at all these external objects, whether it be Mars, the moon, the sun, et cetera, the building, I don't care what it is external to my consciousness, right? Uh, I look at it as markers to understand what's, what, what, what is happening uh, on a psychological level, what waves are being emitted in the cosmos uh, that, are, that are looking to be collapsed into particles based upon the user's observation. So when we look at this eclipse, this solar eclipse, we see what's going on. The sun is being blocked out by the moon. These energies are in conjunction in what we call an astrology in a conjunction where these energies are basically lined up together. And we have this phenomenon where um, one of these celestial bodies become blocked by the other. In this case, it's the sun that was blocked out. So how does this correspond to the psychology of man and woman, especially at a critical degree in Pisces, which is dealing with imagination, which is dealing with the unseen, which is dealing with all things that are being brought into manifestation from the unseen, since we now have a firm understanding that the waves or these invisible particles of light are actually the building blocks for everything that we do see in the physical. So we know the, the seen is only coming from the unseen. So we have this thing going on, and it's expressing that... Um, what objective thoughts, because the sun is the objective barometer, the ego, et cetera, et cetera, for you to determine what's going on in its physical reality. So we have this, this eclipse going on in Pisces that's suggesting, hey, the moon, subconscious, your feelings, what is running in the subconscious mainframe of your mind, right? What feelings are, do you have attached to those uh, programs that are running in the subconscious levels of your of your mind. What thoughts? What 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 objective realities that 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 you have been having up until this point need to be rebooted, uh, re kickstarted? Because this is what these eclipses represent. They represent um, cleaning out things, uh, new things coming into existence, but primarily cleaning out things. 
You see what I'm saying? And it's interesting that we have this phenomenon happen on the spring equinox when we're looking to bring fresh new things into existence. So what objective things, what desires that you have in your heart, right, that you want to acquire in this physical world, right, maybe it's time for you to rethink those things. Uh, maybe some of those things aren't serving you anymore that you're running in your imagination because we use this tool every day, whether we know it consciously or not. We're always running these mental images in our minds every single day, by, by the way, through the brain part that's located in our limbic brain called the hippocampus that's responsible for visions, imaginations, and creating these Picassos that we keep painting in our mind, you see. So what are these that need to be released, right? And then what new emotions and subconscious programs do you need to replace, right, at this particular time? and using the power of your imagination to bring them into manifestation. So this was pretty much the theme um, while we were uh, in Orlando, and we just had a blast, man. So let me see, because I haven't seen my man in the studio yet, man. So, so anyways, what I'm going to do is I'm going to open the lines. So anybody who went on the trip, I want you to press 1 so that we can I can see you in the call queue. And I think the first person that I have here Caller from, uh, let's see, let's see here. Caller from the 615-589. Peace, man, you live on the air. Caller from the 615. Peace, Minister Jew, this is Darwin. Hey, hey, how you doing, man? Man, I'm blessed, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Glad you can join us this morning, man. And um, let the people know, man, what your experience was like, man. How did you enjoy the trip, man? What did you get out of it? What have you experienced since you've been back? Well, my trip um, to Orlando actually coincided with a a previously planned trip to go uh, visit some family in Florida, so things um, kind of came together where I, I was able to participate um, in the Equinox trip, um, which was um, excellent. I, ha- I had a chance to bring my three children um, as well, and they really enjoyed um, the time um, at the um, at the beach uh, and just um, being with the other members of the, of the group. Um, the workshop the first night on Friday was was excellent. Um, you know, we had some technical difficulties at, at the beginning, but like I said, everything happens for a reason. So you were able to, to kind of break down some things and um, um, you know reiterate that you know basically we are the directors of our own movies, and that if we um, took the time out and sat down and meditated um, on what we wanted to manifest, that you know the universe had no other option but to to oblige. Um, 
we were on the beach uh, for our meditation uh, on Saturday. Um, you know, actually, when we first got to the beach, you know, the fall, you know, that was a major thing that just kind of brought me back to Stone Mountain, how when we got to the top of Stone Mountain, we saw that this thick, thick fog. But to get to a beach on spring break in March and see that fog, it was just like uncanny. Like, why is there fog? Um, but, you know, we, we didn't let it deter, deter our, you know, our emotions. We, you know, we were there, you know, for a purpose. Um, and as you guided us through the meditation and I was, you know, envisioning, you know, their masterpieces, you know, when you told us to open our eyes and we saw how clear it was when just 20 minutes before it was thick, as, you know, that you could cut it with a knife, it was just amazing, you know, you know, what we generated at that time. Um, and the thing is, you could see to the right down to the beach and to the left down the beach, it was still foggy, but it was only clear right in front of us. And, um, you know, that that was the same experience, you know, that happened on the Stone Mountain trip, you know, a couple of years ago. Um, but overall, you know, I think everybody broke a lot of boundaries. The people who went jet skiing, the people who, who did the jump on Sunday, you know, they, they were able to, you know, go beyond, you know, their previous, you know, limits. Um, so I'm just, you know, thankful, thank everyone for um, being involved. Um, thank Cassilda for bringing her, her, her salt and her stones and imparting her wisdom. Um, and, you know, and thank um, everyone else that um, helped, especially uh, Reggie, you know, who, um, you know, gave us, you know, use of the house to, um, to do the ceremony on Saturday night. Um, and just everybody's flexibility, you know, things got changed around, but everybody was very uh, flexible um, to uh, move, you know, with the flow. And that made the trip, you know, very, really enjoyable for everyone. Man, well, again, man, uh, we at Mac, we appreciate you, man. Uh, you got some beautiful children, man. They all look just like you. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. And uh, and um, we enjoyed the, the vibe, man. You know, it was welcome. Um, you know, the kind of children are around and making a lot more jubilee. And um, it was just a it was, a it was a blessing to have you and your family there. So I want to extend uh, thanks to you. And um, hopefully, we see you out in Shasta in general, my brother. Most definitely, most definitely. And I also wanted to mention that the. The um, coincidence when we were leaving out for our day on Saturday morning, where we had our fleet of all white cars. Everybody was, you know, dressing the all whites, but every car we had in our, in our entourage was all white. You know, even me and you, we were driving the exact same car. You know, so you know, it, it was it was it was all it was all me- meant to be. Yeah, you're right. We had about at least five cars, man, and. um you know, that's just what happens, man, when you're in sync, man, that synchronicity, as they call it. Um, you know, light is intelligent. I was telling somebody, I think it was Amp who we were talking about, um, how when, when, when the physics boys saw how these, these particles of light were interacting, they tried to fool the light. You know, they, they put a recording device behind the wall, but took the tape out. And, um, you know, so there really was nothing in there to react these photons passing through the slit. Lo and behold, the light actually uh, conformed and went back to a wave 
basically suggesting, not suggesting, saying pretty blatantly that um, you can, it's intelligent, light is intelligent with or without your observation of it. Uh, so, uh, you know, when we do things in synchronicity and we're vibing on the same wavelength, um, the light will conform to that. It, it is already aware of what's going on in our consciousness. And then things like that happen. You say, wow, come on, man, is this a coincidence? Nah, it's no such thing, man. Our priests don't deal with coincidences, man. We deal with science, spirituality, yep. and the quantum. So, again, man, um, yep. I want to thank you, man. And I'm going to move on to the next caller here, man. So, I'm going to meet you online, darling. I appreciate it. I just want to do a quick shout out to Keisha. I appreciate um, her family, and um, it was great meeting her um, grandmother. And um, you know, go to myastrologycoach.com and and check out Keisha for her tarot readings. And um, she's very talented, and um, she was able to give me some really good insights um, late Saturday evening. Um, that definitely, you know, put me on the right path. And you know, I even had a monetary blessing when I got back home. And you know, everything everything is going good. All right, brother. That's what we like to hear, man. Results. Results. All right, man. Peace, brother. All right, peace. All right. Caller from the 973280. Peace. You're on the air. Peace, brother Jude. This is uh, Peace, brother Jude. This is Rick. Oh, hey, Rick. How you doing, man? I I just wanted to oh. say um that I love, I love y'all. I didn't make it out to this um to the last event. Uh I I really wanted to go, but although things in my life have been a little tight right now, I have seen a lot of things that I asked for come to fruition and it it manifests and I think it's it's definitely um due to um part of you know the family, the network, you know the the things that I've learned, the the way that I have um, accepted my transformation and um, have you know tried to take control of my own destiny through through my own conscious thoughts and through my actions, you know, and my kindness that I show to others. And I, I just really want to thank you know all of y'all that that keep doing the work because although the ones of us that don't make it to the, to the events and are actual, actually involved in the, um, the ceremonies and so forth, when y'all send that energy out, I'm, I'm trying to receive that. So, so any positive energy that y'all put out, I know that I'm going to get it and all the positive energy that I'm putting out, I'm hoping that y'all get that too. So I I wasn't on a trip. I just wanted to let y'all know that I you know, I care and love the family and you know that that work and that power it still manifests in me whether I'm there or not. So I'm going to defer my time to somebody else that was there on the on a trip and I will be there on the on the summer um on the summer trip, that's for sure. All right, Rick, the general, man. It's always good to hear you, man. Um, we appreciate you, man. We love you too, brother. And um, we just we just love you, man. We appreciate you being here, man. And um, it's just a blessing to have people like you around and in the fold, man. So thank you for calling in, man, and, and we'll see you soon. 
Peace, brother. All right, General. So, caller uh, from the nine three nine three five eight. Peace. You own the air. Peace, Minister Jew. This is Tamika, not Tanya. How are you? Hey, How hey, you hey. What's happening? What's happening? All is well. Uh, everything good on this end too. Uh. Tell the people about your experience, Tamika. How was it for you? Wow. Well, this um, the whole trip was ritualistic for me personally. Um, it was um, an amazing experience from from the the lecture, the first night, the workshop about um, our masterpieces to the the beach meditation to you know us clearing up the fog from. Um, from the, the power in our minds and the collective, I guess, consciousness that was there was amazing. And then for us to continue and just go to the flow to me and um, Sister Lisa being on the jet skis to, you know, it just it was just an amazing weekend to skydiving, conquering your fears, and putting putting things from the unseen to the to the tangible thing. It's just. I don't know. I'm beyond words. I was just really excited to be there. I give thanks to the family for welcoming me. It's my first time being amongst you all. Um, I'm an astrologer too, but I've been doing it on my own. So um, I ended up doing readings myself. You know, you know, we talked, we laughed about it. Called it Sixty Tarot. It's just, it was just cool. You know, just to be there. Not, you know, I'm thankful to uh, my friend um, Haru for the invite. All right, that's what's up. I want you to I want you to talk about this because you're the only one that got a picture like this. Anybody that's viewing this online, that's listening to the listening to this show on the internet, you'll see those pictures that we uploaded to the slideshow for this for this uh, radio broadcast. And Tamika got one of the illest pictures jumping out of that plane. How did you get that photo? <laughs> well, I um I took my camera up there. I had to leave it with the diver when I mean with the with the pilot when I jumped off. But actually, my jumper he took the pictures for me. He um he had his camera on, and he was taking pictures and act. Uh oh, I think we lost him. Let me see. Oh, I'm here. Can you hear me now? Okay, okay, yeah, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Yeah, so no, nah, it was cool, man. It was like, how did you feel? What was the? Because I know how I felt, but I'm gonna say that for later. But how did you feel actually being? I mean, because we had a hell of an experience. I think I'm gonna let Lisa kind of catalog that because she was really feeling it in there, man, and she really felt the the, the current switch after we got in there and really applied ourselves to the situation and how things just started to those waves that we talk about that started to collapse and to conform to what it is that we wanted, you know. But how did you feel when you got on that list? Because, you know, you're in these, you're in these little planes, and they got you 11,000 feet up, and everything looked like little dots up there. How, what was the, how, did you feel, how did you feel then, and how do you feel now after you've conquered that? How do you feel? Tamika, Tamika, you there? Hello? Hello? 
Yeah, you sound real far away. Yeah, you sound you sound real blurred and far away. It's it's still hard to hear you, says it's still hard to hear you. Do this. Um try to try to clear the line and call back in and see if you get a better connection. And then I'll come back to you as we move forward and get your experience of of of, of that particular phenomenon. So Hang up and call back in and see if you can get a better connection because we got room back here for you to get in. So call her from the 323-899. Peace. Live. You're live and on the air. Peace. Peace and greetings, family. Hold on. Let me deal with my son. Can you come back to me? Okay. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, I just want to come back to you. Yeah, come back to me. All right. Okay, all right, all right. So who else we got here? We got, um, all right, call her from the 706-814. Peace, peace. Hey. Oh, man, this is, this is too loud. Can you hear me? Right here. What's going on? Hey, this is Nolly. How you doing? Peace to everybody. Good. How are you guys? Nolly, how, how, you Steve, how you and Steven doing? We're doing good. That's good. I'm about to take up some breakfast a little bit, but I had to call in first. Okay. That's right. That's um, right. Let's see. Okay, so I had a wonderful time. Um, the meditation on the meditation on the deep Saturday was perfect. Um, like uh, Mac was saying earlier, it brought me back to Stone Mountain because. It was completely foggy. Everybody was like, we got there. He's like, oh, it's fun, you know, it's a beat, it's foggy. But then we did our meditation, and literally, like, all the fall in just our area was gone. And it just, like I said, it took me back to Stone Mountain. So I knew, like, that was all us. That was nothing but God, and that's putting that in the universe. And one of the things I really wanted to comment on was during my meditation, I really was focusing on getting my business started, um, finding a way to where I could get my business started and so I could focus more on that and not have to work so much and so I could focus on my kids in school. And literally the Sunday we got home, like, no, Monday when we got home, I got a call from one of my um, friends in my networking group, and she was like, hey, we got an event. Next week, we really want to come out, be out there. Do you have products going? And I was like, yes. I was like, it's crazy. I was just, like, thinking about that, like, getting that going. And that took me back to what you said after we did the meditation. It's those little things that start to pull together, those little things that you start to pull together that go on in your imagination. You just put that out in the universe, and it starts to come together. If you focus on it, and you put that energy to it, it will happen, and it will start to come together. Now i got, like, three events next week lined up already, and I sold some stuff yesterday out of the blue. So I was Please. like, okay, I, I was like, I've got to stay I've got to stay on it. And then with the That's skydiving, right. with the skydiving, I was, like, so ready. I was so ready. And this is, like, so me all the way. Like, I do things 
of course, I'm an Aries, so I do things. Sometimes I just do things without thinking, and I just be like, so ready, so ready. Then when stuff get real, I'll be like, oh, okay, <laughs> maybe I should rethought this. And that's how the skydiving was. I was so ready, but then when he said, stick your right foot out, and he opened that door, it was, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, wait, wait a minute. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But he was like, no, we're going. And I just did it. And to me, that translates to a lot of things in life, like things that I know I need to be doing, but I'm kind of scared to take that leap. And so after that experience, I just feel like, hey, I just jumped out of a plane. I could have died, but I didn't. So it's like you can't be scared. You can't be scared to take go out on a, a whim of faith as long as you know, as long as you know that you're doing what you're supposed to do and you focus on it and you have the best intentions in mind, everything will come together for you. And I was just so happy that I could share that experience and go through that because, like, I have a whole new outlook. So things that I've been thinking about doing that I've just been scared to do, I'm just going to do it. See what happens. That's right. It's like it's like the Nike phrase, just do it, right? So yep. I, I, had, I had to say this. I don't know. Is Steven around? Is he around anywhere? And 
here we are. We did it. So. That's right. That's right. So so anything can be done. Anything is possible. You get past your own fears. Yep. Yep. It was a great experience overall. Oh, and um, I can't remember who it was. Somebody was commenting on the cars, like um, how all the cars were all white. And I was like, mm-hmm. and all my car was, remember my car was red. And I was, I kind of felt some type of way at first. I was saying, I got the white car, I got the red car, you know, just something not fitting in. But then I thought about it, I was like, no, that's perfect. Like red, that represents, that red, that represents the fire, the area. And I was like, that that worked out perfectly because that's my whole mindset of when I went to the trip. I was like, okay, this time it is speaking directly to me. So I need to do their things that in within me that I need to get together. Like anytime, anytime Aries, the season Aries, anytime there's anything going on in Aries, I always try to see find like if who say find God in that and how God is speaking to me. Okay, so I was just like, okay, cool. That's what's up. That's what's up. So we, again, we want to extend our thanks to you and um, Naila and Nalia, excuse me, Nalia and Steven for for coming and participating, and um, we enjoyed y'all company, and we hope to see y'all at Shasta. So um, tell Steven, we we said what's up when he wake up, man, tell him peace, and um, we enjoy this company, too. I'm going to move. I got to go back to Lisa because she says she's ready now. So I'm going to mute your line, and um, we're going to keep it moving. So thank you again. You're welcome. Peace. All right, Lisa, you there? Yes. Peace and greetings. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing? I'm awesome. I am awesome. Family, I'm so happy collectively. I feel everyone's energy and vibration. So I'm so in love with you all. I'm loving on you all, and I thank you um, for the experience. I I thank you all for assisting me in completing my manifestation that I have been working on um, for some months now. And uh, Jew knows, I shared this with him, that this all started with a white rabbit that I saw running on the track in a place that you don't see rabbit. So, um and it and, and Jew it he was doing a, a call, he was doing a show with Brother Rich that I listened to and it just has been that for me. One just following the winks and I thank you for empowering me with that word. So now I use winks now, right? Um just following the winks and it led me to Orlando. And I have been saying with some of my, my, my conscious brothers and sisters about Look, y'all, I'm about to be storm up in here, and I'm a storm from the X-Men, and I'm going to control the weather. (laughs) So having experienced that um, and the trajectory that we did with really clearing the fog, um, I knew I I came out there to uh, do exactly what it is that I desire to do, and I completed it on all levels. Um, From driving down to the beach, it was fog, but I said, no, this sun is coming out. I'm getting on the jet ski. Um, we did that. I Jumping out of the plane, um, my instructor asked me if I had done that before. I said many times in my head. So it, it was just my movie, and my movie continues to be awesome. 
um, with the ceremony that we did. That was the first time, and let me let me preface that um, that this was the first time that I got to experience um, what the Mac family does. So I really am. I'm like, yeah, where where are we gonna where are we gonna be next time? Because this is tapping into exactly what I needed to tap into to extend um, to just really break or I would I I want to say clear any blockages and I was able to clear those blockages um for for myself and um it was awesome you know who I roomated with Patrice she, I loved her and even the synchronicity as we passed each other in the hall without knowing without having met each other we knew we were roommates and that was just that's just at the level at which we operate we know these things and we have to own it and we just knew we were roommates uh, she passed down the hall. I went to the room. Then she came back to the room, and I just started smiling because I said, "I we we almost said it like at the same time. I knew it was you, and that was just even fun. And then connecting with everyone else on a different level, Sis Tamika, we just love her, love her, love her, love her energy and her spirit. Um, we just had a great time, and it. I mean, having done that. I said, you know, as I came back and I shared with my family down here in L.A., I said, I've given birth. I jumped out of a plane. I cleared clouds. I said, there's nothing that's not possible for me. I will achieve everything that it, everything that I desire in my life, and I'm on track to breaking my record this year, and I needed this. I needed this to break my record, and I will break my record. And I'm as soon as I landed back at LAX, money has been chasing me. I just came back from Vegas and doubled a small amount of money that I had. And it's just been that. And this is what I'm telling people. This is fun. This is fun when you own it and you tap hey, into Lisa, that co-creator. It's, it's, it Everything else becomes a bunch of small talk and, and rhetoric and hyperbole. It becomes... When you when you realize that you are God and God is you and that right. you are creating in this world every moment of time, it becomes the funnest thing in the world because at that point you realize that people who are not using right. their imagination to the capacity that you are Become right. extras in your movie. They just, right. They're just there to play a role. They just, they just, you know, the bypasses and you pulling people out of this stage play to fit your criteria. It never gets old, man. But, but Lisa, this is what I want to do too, because we got some more people. I want you to plug your work. Let the people know because you got some phenomenal, phenomenal work out there that you just put together, oh, and I, I you. want you to tell the people what it is that you created real briefly, and where they can okay. find it when it becomes available. So you got the platform to let the people know what you got going on. Awesome. Appreciate you for this. Awesome. Um, so what I completed as a full manifestation is I'm releasing the first um, real estate book for the youth. So this is going to be uh, gauging towards middle school and high schoolers. Um, teaching them real estate basics and concepts. It's interesting because one of uh, my brothers posted on 
uh, Facebook that some some things you don't learn in high school and buying a house was one of them until now. So I'm I'm making her story, y'all, and um, you can definitely, the book will be officially released April 18th. I finally have set that date, and I, I'm owning that date. So um, there will be more information um, coming soon. The website will be realestate100.net. Um, it's in design. Follow me on Facebook at LA Super Agent. I'm on uh, Twitter, LA Super Agent, and I'm on Instagram, LA Super Agent. And um, I, I'm still, you know, I just shared a sneak peek of the table of contents, but it's coming. And anyone who's locally in California, I'll be exhibiting at the Carson Center uh, April 18th. Come check me out, meet, greet, book signing. And um, it's $10. Um, very competitive and affordable. I do want the kids to have it. I want our babies to have it and get this information. So I'm really excited because it is the first of its kind, um, and I anticipate a series and more people to come on board and, and just really help with this movement. Thank you. And, 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 and tell them, Lee, tell them this is what you actually do. This is your, 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 this is your profession. You actually deal That's with right. real estate. That's right. Property, this is exactly right. Let, this is what I do. I just didn't write this just because this is what I do. I, I do sell real estate in um, California. Um, have been doing it for eight years, and I'm in a place right now that is about to pop. The market where I'm located in Inglewood is about to boom. We've just got um, approved for a football stadium. Uh, 100. What is it? 1.5 billion dollars is about to come in with that. Um, additionally, there's um a new construction with developments. There are job opportunities, and I um I was able to be on uh this this uh, bus tour, this turnaround trip with uh, the gentleman that um is proving plan design. So he's like, come on, bring the book. You know, it and that's how it's been. The winks are happening in alignment with plugging me in with people. That um, that are saying yes, we definitely need the book. Right. Yes, we definitely need you to come help and assist us. Um, and there are job opportunities that are are coming our way in in the community. So, I am ecstatic. I'm happy, and I'm owning the fact that I had to clear those blockages. And that's what this Equinox team, the crew, this whole experience has done for me is clear those blockages so that I can go to the next level because that's all it is. It's the next level. So I've cleared that level, and now I'm on to the next. And that's what it is. And always remember, y'all listening, no Picasso is painted with one stroke of the brush. It is a building block. It is, it is, it is you're consistently creating your, your image on this canvas and know that all of these things will be pulled into your reality based off your imaginal acts. You are, you are transcending 3D, which is physics, which is physicality, and you're operating on a level of thought that is superior to 3D. So if this is the case, and we know this to be true from experience, not just a theory, this is experience. We've had these experiences to validate this, then we know that we are creating in this world. So, Lisa, I want to say thank you for coming. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Blessings, gratitude. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I know your book is already a success. So, sis, we appreciate you coming out, uh, myself and Pooh Keisha, the whole Mac family. And um, 
we just want to say thank you again, and we'll see you in Cali. We'll be on your home turf in a little under, uh, just a little bit under 90 days from now, so we look forward to seeing you there, and we're going to move on to the next caller. So thank you, sis. Awesome. I receive it all with abundance and attention. Peace. All right. Peace. So next up, I think we got my roommate right here. This is my man right here. This dude is cool as a fan. Caller from the 917535. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. What's up, Minister Drew? Leo. This is Leo. Leo. Yes, What's sir. What's good, man? What's happening? The lion's, the lion's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> the, right. the smooth lion, right. the smooth lion. <laughs> That's right. That's uh, right, man. That's right. Uh, the trip was awesome. It was great to connect with everyone in the family. Basically, I take every trip as a release from the previous trip before, like every three months that we go. I say, oh, this is a time we release and recharge. So I like to be with the family during that time. And as previously said by Darwin and Lisa, well, not Lisa, uh, I forgot the other caller's name. Uh, uh, I forgot her Tamika, name. But, uh, um, uh, we had Tamika on, we had um, Nalia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nalia, Nalia said, as Darwin and Nalia had said, it brought me back to Stone Mountain when we were on the beach with the fog. I said, oh, we did this before. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Deja vu. Deja vu. Right. So, and look, you know, and look, Leo, you know, when we pulled up to the beach, everybody was like, oh, man, what type of day yeah. we going to have on the beach? You couldn't even see the water. That's how thick the fog was. And yes, sir. I, I looked right over at the group and I said, uh, I said, we did this before, but people who weren't there didn't participate in that experience, so you will never know the potency of these things unless you're there. Even the people who hear it on the radio, like, it serves you very little justice to hear it from us because you know people were there to experience it, but if you're there and you saw it, you would know the potency and exactly what we're talking about. But go ahead, Leo. Yeah, so, and it also was great to bond with the children and Keisha's grandmother. It was, it was just a great experience. Uh, also, with the skydiving, I call it hashtag my sky team. Mm-hmm. That was a great, great experience. The instructor told me I was too calm, so he's trying to ruffle my feathers, telling me uh, another guy was acting calm until he got up there and he put his foot out the, the plane and he... uh passed out, but I was like, okay, I, I told him, I got this, I got this, so, you know, while I was coming down, I'm looking at everything, everything is small, little, microscopic, and I'm saying, well, you create this, you create this, you create what's around you, just based on your, upon your thoughts, so I took it all in, and I came down, he says to me, perfect landing, shakes my hand, gives me a hug, I told him, I said, I got this. And that was the great experience. Also, while we were there standing, waiting to jump, I was talking to Lisa, so I started to see a bunch of uh, hawks start to come together, the Heyrus. So I told her, it's a phenomenon. 
And then we looked up and I said, count them. And we counted them and it was nine of us that skydived. It was nine hawks in the sky. And then she went to try to take a picture, but as fast as she went to get the camera, they were gone. So that just was another confirmation. But in all, it was great. I thank you guys for putting these trips together. And I'll see you out in Cali. Man, that's what it is, man. That's what it is. Man, Leo, this dude's so cool, man. He never under any pressure, man. And, um, <laughs> it's a cool, real cool dream. So, man, I enjoyed my stay with you. This was actually my roomie. So, um, you know, we was together. We was up moving, going, picking people up. He rolled with me, man. He was always there with me, man. So I appreciate you, man, uh, holding me down. Appreciate you also. Um, and, and, and being there, man. So on behalf of the Mac family and Pooh, Keisha, Casilda, Tanika, all of us, man. You, everybody that, everybody that rock with us, y'all, all the Mac family. You know what I mean? So I don't want y'all to get it twisted, but from the people who, you know, actually facilitate the work, man, we just want to say we appreciate you, Leo, man, for being so consistent and, and, and having these experiences with us. And then being able to see these things manifest in your life, because that's really what it's all about. We put these trips together so that people can have experiences and then be able to log these things in their memory and be able to see things materialize in their world. Uh, so when we hear these people, Nalia um, uh, and Lisa and everybody's talking about, as soon as they come back off these trips, man, things just popping up in their awareness, all these winks, all these links, all these bridges of incidents, are occurring, that is because you are affecting the quantum reality that exists. You are affecting what's already possible and probable because you put your observation on it to collapse the wave into a particle. So um, I'm going to be putting together another workshop in Shasta. It's going to be some more data, some more information. Y'all be ready because this is the horn that Minister Jew is going to be tooting until I depart this place. Um, so peace, Leo, and I want to again say thank you, man, and we're going to move on to the next caller. Thank you. All right. All right, I know who this is, and I know who this is. Caller from the three zero one nine seven four. Peace, live on the air. <laughs> peace, 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 peace. Lots of love, lots of love, brother Jude. Lots of love to everybody on this call. Oh man, you know I have been, um, I have gone within so deeply. I've been very quiet. I think I took a on a. Leo's trait, because <laughs> I challenged mm-hmm. him. I questioned him. I was like, Leo, do you ever uh, <laughs> do you ever raise your voice? I think that was the question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I brought Leo out a little bit, because when I, when I would go to events in New York and I see Leo, Leo is just, just <laughs> he is really cool, you know. So um, I think I brought a, a little bit, I'm sorry, Leo, not to put you on the spot, but um, getting there on, oh, gosh, this is so awesome, getting there on Friday, and I had left my phone at the restaurant, so when Lisa came, we saw each other in the hallway for a split second, right, 
And um, I was noticing that, you know, when you see our people in different places, they don't even say hi, you know. But mm-hmm. the, the, the second thought was, that's my roomie. Because <laughs> I was mm-hmm. in, the, in a hurry to go back and get my phone. And when I came mm-hmm. back and I saw her in the room, it was like, I knew it was you. Um, The workshop um, I recorded, so I really hope to um, uh, send a link to everybody so they can always have it to refer to until they really have it tight, uh, you know, within and that they know this, you know, because... um, that was on the money. That was on point. Uh, so I'll send it to you, Jude, first, if, you know, if you want to hear it. And then, um, you know, if it's okay, I'll, you know, would love to send it to everybody who was there. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the lesson, because it was very spiritual, Okay, because the divine creator wanted us to have a physical lesson of seeing that fog so that we can clear the fog in our minds about this lesson, (laughs) you see, Mm -hmm. okay? Clearing the fog and sitting there in the fog (laughs) where there's water on the other side of it, (laughs) that fluidity, Mm -hmm. Um, we had to go in our mind's eye and put it together in a motion picture. And I'm telling you, I had so much fun in my motion picture, I didn't even want to stop. And then when when we opened our eyes, I was in so much awe because at first I was like, wow, the cab driver told me when I was coming in on Friday that there is no blue water in Daytona Beach. I was like, wait a minute, I was down here in 2008 and I know Daytona Beach and St. Augustine have blue water. What do you mean? You know, so I was like mm-hmm. disappointed I couldn't see the water. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, uh, when the clock, when the uh, the the fog cleared, which was our doing, um, I was able to see clearly, you know, not only the water, but the water in my motion picture was clear, you know. Um, This was Mm -hmm. definitely a, a, a spiritual thing, which was also linked again, uh, ditto. Uh, to Stone Mountain, but not only just the fog on the mountain, but the rain when we woke up uh, and all of us were doing Om Gam Ganapatiye Namaha. A lot of us mm-hmm. were trying to clear the rain, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been using that a lot. Um, not a lot, but uh, many times I use it here to push the uh, helicopters away. I'm trying to give them a three-mile radius, you know, not to fly over mm-hmm. where I live. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, <clears throat> on 
So that that was really really awesome on Saturday on on um I'm sorry, um, Sunday when we were jumping I opted not to jump, uh, although I really wanted to, but when Casildra oh awesome 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 Casildra approached me oh, oh oh wait a minute let me go back on Saturday night at the fire um, ceremony. When we got started, we were initiated with Disney showing a spray of fireworks. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. And then I didn't see anything else other than what we were doing, and that was fabulous, fabulous. So really appreciate, um, you know, Keisha and her family and uh, – opening up their homes so that we could have that ceremony right there. I mean, every time I go on a trip, everything is perfect, you know. No matter what, whatever we have to rearrange, whatever, it is in the flow and, is, you know, what it's supposed to be. So, you know, I've learned to accept that and, and relax and, you know, uh, and, and just chill. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the flow. Um <clears throat> I, gosh, I love everybody. I love you all. Um, so on Sunday, Casildra came and gave a reading to me and uh, Nicole. And uh, Casildra, <laughs> she's a special person, um, gave me a reading which has been playing out the whole week. And not only did she give me a reading on Monday right before I left uh, to meet her, and I'll call her by goddess uh, Natanya, I hope I'm saying that correctly, gave me an awesome reading that coincided with Casilver. And the one thing that's been playing out for me the whole time was Casilver's sentence, what she told me was, you have so much to give. <laughs> and when I hear that, it's like, you know, it just hits me. There have been two other people um, that I've spoken to since I've been back that have said that through our conversation. I just uh, um, I, I showed one person this coat that I made that I said I want to make a line of coats that I want to film next winter. And... <clears throat> this person also knows about, you know, my paintings and things like that. And it's like, wow, you just don't know, do you? You have so much to give. And it's like, wow, you know, connection back to Silvra and um, Tamika. And, you know, another person that said that too and was like, wow, check this out. So I really need to do that. Um, I also want to say, Lisa, <laughs> Your book, mm. you are so dynamic. Your book, I have already have I already have it on my calendar to get, uh, and um, intend to hook up with you because the children that I um, uh, tend to have class with, um, I want you to be a special guest either on Skype or something like that. We'll talk about it first. Um, uh, we we do need to to teach the children 
some of these things that that um, that I think that they need to know at at early ages. So um, yeah, you're right on time. This is totally synchronicity. This is crazy. This is awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank right. you, brother Jim, for right. this trip. Thank you, and food. You know, if I if I hadn't um, met you all, I wouldn't have done none of this. None of this. You hear me? <laughs> it's awesome. I would have been on the path, but not. I wouldn't have done. Keep going. Well, well, we wanna we wanna thank you, Patrice, for being so consistent as well, and. Um, you know, I always talk about Noble, man. I said Patrice is a very special person, man. You know, he's very sweet, very kind, um, real easy to get along with, man. And um, we just thank you for coming out and participating and lending your expression of life to everyone around you, man. And she makes it real juvial. When Patrice come around, you better know that we're going to have a real good conversation. It's gonna be a real good conversation, or we gonna to listen to some some music that's gonna get you moving, you know. So um, I appreciate you, and who appreciates you, Keisha, the whole Mac family, and uh, we want to say thank you, and we'll see you at Shasta. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, all right. So we're gonna move on to the next caller. Caller from the, uh, let's see here. Caller from the 954-907. Peace. You live in the Peace. 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 Peace to everybody. Man, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling, chilling, chilling. How's everybody doing? Good. I'd like to say, you know, uh, I, I definitely appreciated this last trip, man. It, it was an eye opener. It was great. It was loving. It, it was everything put together. And, and for me, I see it as a three. It was three phases. It was the first night, you know, with the workshop. That was the prepping of the cake and putting it in the oven. And then when we went out to the beach, that was the baking of the cake. You know, it, it, it was nice. Mm-hmm. And then when we did the the skydiving, that was the icing. That sealed the deal. You know, that definitely right. did the deal. So at, at the workshop, for me, you know, that that was the, the perfect introduction, you know, to, to understanding that everything is one. We're all connected. Everything is one. You're either the leader or you, you, you're the extra. And then that's it. There's only two things you can be. You can be the, the, the main character or the extra, you know. And the people that, that know where they stand and know that they're God, they're the, they're the, they're the lead. You know, they lead whatever and everybody else's extras are on that. You know, so so that was perfect understanding of, you know, everything is one. You know, you gotta understand everything is one. You are the main character if you choose to be. You know, if you don't choose to be then you're gonna be the main character, you're gonna be the extra in somebody else's. You know. And that was that was perfect. That was perfect. You know, I met a lot of great people for the first time. You know, it was it was excellent. Everybody jilled real nice, you know, and built on top of each other. Um, and the next, the next day, the beach, man, that that was an experience. It, I tell you, I live in Florida. I've never seen fog at the beach, never. You know, so it, it was like it was waiting for us to come in there. 
And one thing that you um, said at the, the workshop was, you know, everything is connected, yes. But when we do certain things, we benefit others, you know. So our good deeds benefit others. So when we went out to that beach, there was not a lot of people actually in the water. Everybody was on the side. But after we did our meditation, everything cleared up, everybody was back playing at the beach. You know, so our our act helped everybody else, you know, have a good day. You know, the fog was still there, but it wasn't where we, in our section. You know, our section was nice and clean, nice and clear. But the water was still too cold. I didn't get it. You know, uh, the kids the kids got it. Right? The water is too cold for me. You know, and then a, a, another thing is is that skydiving. You know, that morning there was a lot of um, barriers that 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 stepped up, especially for me. You know, and thinking about having a good experience for others. You know, me and you almost didn't make it. You know, because of me, in a sense, and I had a decision to make. You know, and I'm. I'm excited and I'm happy that I made the, uh, the right decision because I we came too far to not complete the deal. You know, we came too far to not complete the deal. And based on what decision I would have made, would have kind of messed up for me and you. You know, right, right Drew? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, so we, 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 we had to do it. We had to do it. And, and what was it? And it was funny how... Well, when we came in, they were trying to sell us. You know, they were trying to sell us to do this, do that. You know, and, and the biggest thing was time. You know, we were saying, oh, man, it was going to happen. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. Then when we stuck to our guns, everything just lined up. And everything went as man. fast as possible. <laughs> Would you tell them how that happened? Man. We walked in. The lady was trying to sell us on some other packages. We had already determined what it was that we wanted to do. Um, they said that they were only going to take one plane up. Uh, they said that they were only going to take us to 8,000 feet. Uh, I mean, it was they, weren't, they don't take cameras with them for people who only do the 8,000 jumps. And then I had to applaud Lisa because she was like, no, no. This is what we can yep, do. Yep. This is how we're going to do it. This is how we're going to roll. Yada, 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 yada. Let me tell y'all. That's right. Everything that they said and that orientation that they were not going to do for us, they did the exact opposite. In fact, they took us to 11,000 feet to jump. In fact, they sent two planes up for jumpers, right? And in fact, yep. they did put the video cam. As you can see, if you're looking at Tamika's photo, one of them even took pictures. But they took video cam for you to record your experience, which they said they don't do on 8,000 feet jumps. So once it was just a show and prove moment that we clear obstacles no matter where we go, as long as we in sync, as long as we in tune, and we will make waves collapse into the particles as we observe them. So, man... Yeah. I want to say love, 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 man, to all of y'all. Aldo, man, it's my man. Me and him jumped. We was on the same plane. And, um, you know, it was, it, was, it was a hell of an experience, man. It was a hell of an experience, man. 
And, and, and what's funny too, because cause I, I I drive I do Uber on um on a, on like, like the weekends for for part time, and um this week I was like, man, okay, I know what I want to do. I I know what is it that I want to start off with, you know. So I'm like, okay, first thing I'm gonna need I need a corporate lawyer, you know, so I can get some certain things set up. So last night I go driving, and then I end up picking up four lawyers, you know, four mm-hmm. lawyers, and they 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 took me out. They took they took me out. They were like, "Oh, come hang us." Mind you, I'm working. They're like, "Man, come back, come come with us. We we gonna go hang out." You know, and they pay for everything. I'm like, "Man, you know, mind you, they weren't you know corporate lawyers, but they were like, one guy gave me his card. He's like, "Man, I know, I know, I know lawyers. You know, I I, I have a lot mm-hmm. of friends." So I'm like, they all fell into line. You know, I'm like, "Oh, I needed a corporate lawyer." So I ended up picking up four lawyers. You know, picking up four lawyers, right. and they took me out for the night. You know, so it was like. So you decide what is it you want. You, you, you hey, you you create the path, you know. And then because remember what I told you. That's right. It will all conform to your imaginal act. Remember yep. what I said when we when we talked in the workshop. One of the best ways to understand how this phenomenon works is you can look at things that actually happen in this three D reality to give you the input on how this thing works fourth dimensionally. When you look at the process yep. of childbirth, and what did I tell you? I said. The main thing, uh, while while uh, women have uh, miscarried, is because well, one of the main, one of the top two main things is is that the chromosomes don't fuse properly at the very early stages of development in a child. And we know the chromosome deals with what? The chromosome actually deals with all the building blocks and the definition of what the child is going to look like, all the features, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So. When we correspond that to our psycho-spiritual reality, when we're creating from a fourth-dimensional uh, reference, we have to understand, we have to be very specific about the scene and the imaginal act that we create, and we do not supply enough definition to the scene or the act, our psycho-spiritual baby will not have the legs to be able to crawl, walk, jog, and run. We have to build those building blocks by adding detail to our imaginal act. Um, and we went over some of those examples. But, um, Aldo, man, I got to get to these announcements, man. I appreciate you, myself, and Pukisha, the whole Mac family. Thank you for coming out, man. We enjoyed your company, your children, your wife. Uh, blessings to y'all. Salute to y'all. And uh, hopefully we can see y'all out at Mount Shasta, man. Definitely, definitely. I'm putting that in the universe. Appreciate everybody. Love y'all. All right, all right. <clears throat> so, uh, to the listening audience out there, uh, we got a few things coming up. Uh, first, visit the website, www.myastrologycoach.com. Uh, click on Retreats. Uh, when you go into the tab, you'll see we're going to Mount Shasta. If you're on Facebook and Pooh has updated uh, the imagery that he has there for promotion. Uh, when we're going to Shasta, I think it's Noble Ampu Galileo on Facebook is his handle over there. Um, if that's where you're getting your information from, you probably will see a lot of stuff being promoted and advertised over there. Uh, but for the most part, get to the website because a lot of the details of the trip will be there. Uh, it's going to be phenomenal time, man. We're going to a big old crystal sitting out there known as Mount Shasta. We're going to send these vibrations up. We're going to get into some of this hippocampus science to understand the power of being in these open spaces and why when you get in these scriptures, 
They're always talking about somebody going on top of a mountain. There's science behind that, right, to invoke or to have a spiritual experience. Um, but visit the website, man. Register early. Uh, uh, put yourself in the future because that's what we do. Uh, like when I went to this particular trip, I actually bought my ticket coming back first before I bought my ticket going because that way in my consciousness, I already knew that I had went and came back. Because if I got the ticket to come back, that means I've already been there. So that's how my mind operates. I put myself at the end of the phenomenon instead of trying to build my way from the present moment and, and extend myself. You have to put yourself where you already know you want to be or where you will be in order to make these particles or waves collapse in your reality, right? So visit the website there. We also got a book coming out co-authored by myself and none other than Noble Ampu, better also known as the Urban uh, Guru and the Urban Mystic. Uh, you might see us on Twitter uh, at our Hip Hop Astrology page on Twitter where we be going in or, uh, or Ampu Astrology on his Twitter handle where he be going in. But we got a book coming out called Spiritual Wisdom for the 21st Century. And we're going to actually have a book signing on July 11th. We're going to be down in Atlanta, in the Atlanta, Georgia area for that weekend of July uh, the 11th, which is that weekend, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll be in that area. We're going to be doing a book signing, book release. Uh, we'll have that information up shortly on the web if you're interested in coming down to the workshop we're going to be talking about some of the phenomenon that's actually in that book. I previewed some of this information to the people who were on the trip. We talked about twin flames, but not in the sense that everybody else is talking about it. We get into the energetic, energetic aspect of it, um, dealing with photons, dealing with electrons, dealing with the science of being able to split electrons in half, right, energy being whole and then being split in half and travel to two different places in the solar system, or in the country, et cetera, et cetera. So looking at it from an energetic standpoint, since we know that we are light, light trapped inside of these dense bodies, then we know that the, the, the concept of a twin flame can be applicable based upon energy and how it works, right? So we had a real good dialogue, man, about that on the way back uh, from Daytona Beach that night. So these are the type of questions that we will be talking about and answering in the book. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and other than that, man, just stay with us, man. You know, Ampu is up on Tuesdays with Tao Tuesdays. I think this week he's going to go in on Gaborah and Judgment, uh, dealing with that spear on the tree, um, dealing with that Martian energy and whatnot. And I'm going to be riding along with him, having a brief dialogue while he goes in to share my experience of what Judgment means for me and how that actually stops you from being able to create on the fourth-dimensional level when you get into making judgment and passing judgment of things that actually have nothing to do with you. Um, that's a no-no. So we're going to be talking about these type of things. Uh, so visit the website, www.myastrologycoach.com. Sign up early. Put yourself in the future. Make a commitment. Get to Shasta. Live in the end. That's my tagline. Live in the end. Register now. And um, let me see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Let me see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Give me one moment. Gotta be. One second, pal. I'm looking for Ampoo. 
You said open them up, but I don't see. I don't see you in here, bro. I don't see you in here, bro. Hold on, let's see here. We'll do it this way. Uh hey, man. All right, Debir, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay, man, the people should be able to hear you, man. Okay, that's what's up, man. Hey, man, listen, man, y'all, y'all clowning. <laughs> y'all straight up clowning. Y'all sold out, but big ups to everybody uh, who was on the line, everybody that came, everybody who participated in spirit. And, you know, that picture that I'm looking at, man, with, with Tamika, man, that, that you, you clowned on that one. That's just, that was the classic. That was the moment um, that, you know, in, in putting this together, that was the picture, the expression, the emotion, the elevated happiness that um, that I just always saw for this trip. So big ups to you for capturing that particular moment because that's exactly what we was aiming for. It was just pure fun and energetic when you get inside of the constellations and the science. We know that, that that's the God frequency, fun, Leo, fifth house. It's a very royal thing. And um, it, it, it's just, it, it's just, man, the, the whole energy thing is just, it's just, it's just a blessing uh, of what y'all did, man. Definitely shout out to the prime minister for doing what you do. Um, you know, this this upcoming trip in Shasta, I personally been there, got a personal experience with it years ago. I shared a story oftentimes. I was in the woods in Shasta and cried at the bottom of my mind and whatnot. Uh, anybody that's online, call in because it's about to cut off. But call in 818-369-0368, 818-369-0368 for a little bit of overtime. And I'm going to really share some nice stuff with you real fast. Um, but Shasta's off the chain. But I'm going to tell y'all that this Shasta trip that's coming up is related to an Equinox trip that we did back in 2013. Uh, I'm sorry, maybe 2014, rather. And and, and I'm going to talk about these trips real fast. Um, when you look at 2011, for example, and I'm just going to outline the year. There's so much stuff that go on on, on numerous trips within a year because on average we do three a year. But I'm just going to talk about one general thing on how the quantum field speaks back or how God shows you the sign every year. In 2011, on the very first one, and I want you all to write it down and Google this stuff because it can be verified. In 2011, on the first trip, we went to Serpent Town back in March. March 21st, 22nd, 23rd is always, you know, around the equinox time. And uh, about March 24th, uh, a story linked in New York uh, about the Egyptian cobra came up missing in the Bronx Zoo. That happened like four days after we went to Serpent Mound and got pictures of this thing. In 2012, if I'm not mistaken, or um, – um, that might have been, I think that was 2012. Was it 12? That may have been 13. But one one trip we went to, and Palm Minister wanted me to share, um, was we did something on, we did something on Grandfather Mountain up in, um, up in, in the Blue Mountains of, um, um, in the outskirts of Asheville, North Carolina. And uh, we, we put the element of fire to the United States flag with a prime minister inscribed, you know, all the people who were uh, brutally murdered inside, uh, you know, by the hands of government officials that corruptly represent the, the ancient Syrian flag. And you got to understand this, that the flag is 
is a symbol of protection. It's America. It's 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 greater than that because it's honor. It's an honor of the fifty year cycle that Sirius A and B make in the sky when they do this figure eight dance about every fifty years. That's why we settled on fifty stars. You know, fifty stars inside of the blue field. Before that, it was it was it was thirteen. We still got the thirteen stars and colonies, but we know that the thirteen. I mean, the, the, the thirteen strikes, but we know that the thirteen is symbolic for when the sun is approximately about 13 degrees cancer, it sits directly in front of Sirius, and that's around July the 4th. So even when the country advanced off the science of 13 and went into settled on 50, they settled on 50 on purpose to lock it back into the Syrian nature. You understand what I'm saying? See, nobody is talking about, think about this. We, if we're in the solar system, Jew, and we're spinning around the sun, and the sun is going somewhere in itself around this world. Where are we going, bro? We because we, we moving. The question is, where are we going? I'll tell you where we going. We are we're we're moving closer and closer into the Syrian gravitational pull. Where one day that will be our second sun, the way we see our sun. That's where we're going to. So when you understand something called the the perigee and the, and, and the apogee, and you're looking at the you're looking at the, the when we're closest to the earth and when we are furthest away from the sun or closest to the sun, and this is around January the 3rd and July the 4th, around this time uh, when we're closest and furthest away, when you understand when we're, when we're the closest point to it around January the 3rd, which is almost, what, New Year's, this is when the earth is directly lined up with Sirius. So really, our solar system is being pulled on by Sirius, and we're being pulled in that direction. And that's why the ancients, the Dogons, the Egyptians, and everything was up on the Syrian science. And the Syrian science is still there, but it comes in a different form called 50 stars, 13, you know, stripes. Uh, you at war with Syria. You understand what I'm saying? So the ancestors speak in a different vibration to get your attention. But anyway, um, when we deal with the grandfather mountain aspect and put the fire aspect to it, man, something really phenomenal happened that we ain't even told nobody. I ain't going to even share that story because it's really Mr. Jew's story because he the one, he was the architect of putting it together. But something phenomenal really happened to show you that God is real and justice is served, literally. All right? And, and maybe we may actually show that when we in California because it actually came through California, the city of Los Angeles, which is the city of the angels. So it made sense that it came through there. But anyway, um, when we left Grandfather Mountain, the bald eagle, um, Isis, died. And everybody knows the eagle is the emblem for the United States flag and government. And the eagle is also the chief spiritual totem for the Native Americans, one of the chief spirit, um, spiritual totems here on this landmass. But it was real interesting because you can go on a blog on My Astrology Coach and you can just type in My Astrology Coach, the eagle on Google, and it pop up. You will see that. Six months prior to that summer solstice, back in December on a winter solstice, I wrote an article about the movie called The Eagle, which was dealing with Marcus Acula, who had, you know, his father for the Roman infantry, ninth infantry. They lost the eagle to the Druids, these, these Native American-looking people with Mohawks, and he wanted to reestablish the, and go get the eagle, and they had to go to war. But I was talking about how the eagle was really a spiritual phenomenon. And six months later, we actually took the eagle, and the eagle name was Isis. This is a real story. You can Google this story. Isis, bald eagle dies, grandfather mountain. You will see that happen around June 24th 
we was there June 21st, 22nd, 23rd on that same mountain doing ceremony. And the eagle named Isis out of all people. So we got an Egyptian cobra one year, and we turn around and go get Isis. You understand? The mother goddess, Anubis, Ampu, Isis. This is a mythology that's currently playing out in front of your eyes in real life. Moses and the serpent, the serpent mound. This is real stuff. Aaron, the Gemini who's speaking and the oritating is holding. This is a really a real phenomenon. The two witnesses in Revelation 11, Jude 11, 11, when they get to the sky dive place, the number 11 is on the door. They're supposed to go 8,000 feet in the air, but when they get there, they say, no, we're going to take you up to 11,000 for some strange spiritual reason. Like, this is really a real phenomenon that's taking place that was actually observed, and that's the funny thing about it, it was observed a while ago that this would take place, and you all playing a part of it. That's why it's very important to see your part in the story. But to speed it up some, in 2013, of course, you know, the fog on Stone Mountain, um, for a year ago, I think that was, uh, see, that was 20, what, 2014? Yeah, it had to be. So that when, when the stone, when the, when the um, fog disappeared on Stone Mountain, and that petition came as soon as we left to take the take down the racist faces of Stonewall Jackson and, and General Robert Lee off of the uh, off of the mountain, and and it's because you did ceremony up there and it was foggy as hell and the fog represents thought forms and we were able to successfully banish the fog and make the fog disappear and we got pictures of that as well just as you see on this trip the fog appeared again and the fog disappeared, but I'm gonna link it to you know in 2014 something happened there was a lion plane crash back in April, which were about maybe 13 days after the equinox, all right? Now, I'm not going to make the connection, the end game connection. All I'm going to tell you is it has everything to do with the future people who's going to be at Mount Shasta in, 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 in the location where the prime minister is going to be going in, dropping this information again. It has everything to do with that. So I'm telling you that this next coming trip to the ancient Lumerian temple in Shasta has everything to do with 20, I was at 2014 when you made the fog disappear in Atlanta and that lion airplane went down. All right. Now I'm going to take you out up to now what happened on this trip and why it's very important to analyze this. So as the trip unfolded, well, what was unfolding, shall we say, that week on Wednesday, I think that was the 18th part, just right before the equinox this month, a Navy SEAL by the name of Jason Quartz jumped out of an airplane. His parachute, remember y'all went skydiving, the parachute did not open, and he died. He was from Colorado. Where Where are we? Colorado, Silver Keys, me, we the majority of the team, we in Colorado. He's in he's from Colorado, right? And I said, Okay, that's interesting. They go to Quantum Wing. And we know and look at the name, Jason Quartz. Quartz we know is a crystal, a generator, electrical conductor. All right. Jason. Jason is um Jason etymology simply means healing, the healer. Okay. I said, Wow. But this was about was about really releasing your fears. And think about that Friday the 13th, that Jason phenomenon type of thing. This was about releasing your fears and really healing yourself internally by focusing on some greater things, or even if you had to focus on the things you need to release, release it when you jump out and watch what happens. Or if you're cool and you want to focus on the, the higher principle of your goal, watch what's going to happen when you got that in your mind's eye as you, or as you appear to be descending back down to the physical earth plane. Okay, 
understand it now. When you understand Jason, I'm like, I know, I know a little bit about mythology here. I know what this is about. Jason is something called Jason and the Argonauts, all right? Google that, Jason and the Argonauts. And long story short, man, Jason had to marry Medea, which was Medea is a female magician. She's an oracle, okay? That's why Tyler Perry come out changing clothes looking like a woman. And he now he's very successful. You got to understand that Medea he tapped into a mythology of magic. All right, see Orlando is the the city of what the Orlando Magic basketball team. You understand what I'm saying? So we know you got to be a part of this and really see how how it goes. Now now Jason marries Medea, which is a female magician, and he goes after something called the Golden Fleece. Okay, you can Google all this stuff. The Golden Fleece. He gets the Golden Fleece. The Golden Fleece, man, is like this, like this. <laughs> it's like a covering uh, that has two ram heads on it with wings, bro. You understand what I'm saying? It have ram heads on it with wings. It's the Golden Fleece. Google image it. Now, the ram is Aries on the equinox. So right before you go on the equinox when the sun goes in the Aries and you're about to jump out, which is the wings on the golden fleece, Jason jumps out of an airplane. You understand what I'm saying? Let you know that this is on the plane of air, which is spirit, okay, like spirit airlines. Air is spirit. Air has always been synonymous with spirit, all right? Jason makes his transition. Now, he's a Navy SEAL. It says a lot because the Navy SEAL is the most elite military unit in the world, hands down. Everybody know that. It's number one. Tops the Green Berets, tops everybody. It's the number one military unit. So what does that say about your spiritual power? It, it tells you that, man, your spirit power is more powerful than the physical military machine. I'm going to just make it point blank, period. In other words, if you really believe in God and you get up on this God thing, and because and, you got to understand, the more me and the Prime Minister talk about this all the time, the, the moral of the story in Bible, Quran, and the Scripture is real simple. You have a problem, you call on me, the God, and I'll roll with you, and I'll whoop some behind down here. Point blank, period. All right? It's the moral of the story. So on one level, you're greater than any physical aspect of war when you tap into the true force of spirit. On another level, see, the prime minister is talking imagination and letting you know what the imagination is. Go Google what the seal totem means. It's going to tell you. When you see a seal pop up, that means you are to use your imagination. That's what it says. How to use your imagination when you see the seal. All right? So some transition energy happened. you got to understand that that comes directly from spirit. God is in control to show you something. I mean to directly show you something. And those of you in spirit and physical in Shasta, you are going to have a, a time of your life. When you get to the mountain in that region, just be quiet and listen. Because I promise you, I heard it. It makes its own humming sound. Every time, every year, every time we go on these trips, there is something that makes the news to let you know 
that you are walking on a divine path to God that's bigger than the world stage at hand. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. And and uh this is a much broader conversation that he's just brought into the fold. Uh when because he talked about this Jason phenomenon and I as soon as he told me because he held it back until everything was over, and then he called me, and then he let me know what he had observed. And then when I was on my plane ride back home, the flight attendant and the captain, all they were talking about was some guy named Jason. Like, as soon as I got off the phone with Noble, and he's telling me the phenomenon, I said, but well, you, I wanted to make sure everything was copacetic, that the trip ended and everything was a success. I didn't want to tell you about this Jason court story until after everything was over. So as soon as I get off the phone, because you, know, you got to power your phone down on, 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 upon takeoff, the, 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 uh, the pilot and the flight attendant, they're in the aisle, because I was sitting like, like I was like in the third row from the, um, from the cockpit, and all they're talking about is somebody named Jason. Well, yeah, Jason did this and Jason did that. This is how the quantum works. You will, whatever is going on, it will it will mirror itself in your immediate environment as a checkpoint to let you know that your your angle of consciousness is on the right track. You'll always get a confirmation somewhere in your immediate environment to let you know that yes, you are on it. Yes, you are correct. And so when he talked about um uh, the spiritual power, because if quantum physics is all, and, and as well as the Ogdo story in Egypt, they talked about this in the creation story. They were really talking about quartz and, 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 and light, right, that exists before anything comes into physical existence. Also in the first stanza in the biblical text, right, people, they, they, again, if you read it in English, you're just doing yourself a disservice. I, say that, I have to say that all the time because you will always read it and say, well, it's contradicting yourself. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and it does appear that way when you read it in the English translation. But when you take that thing back and you start to break them words down and you understand what these particles represent, there's some hot science in these books. So when they're talking about, um, uh, when we're talking about being the highest level of, uh, of defense, I like to call it, right, or tactical action, when the spirit world is coming through, we already went and got ISIS. When we was on the mountain, the grandfather, or excuse me, at Chimney Rock, we already went and got ISIS, right? We did the spirit world came back and checked that off when we do the ritual with the flag, and we know the eagle represents the flag, and then the eagle in the same place where we do the ritual ends up dying a day after we leave, and her name is ISIS, and we got all these Mayats and Tahutis rolling with us on these trips. What is the spirit world confirming to us through symbolism? This is what we call 2-4 vision, right? We're escalating our internal vision. We move past 1-1 one, one vision, which is just carnal. You just think everything you see in the physical or on that level is what it is. No, 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 no. This thing has many levels of interpretation to be able to understand what's going on. But we see in the biblical text when it talks about the Ark of the Covenant being this thing that, that these, uh, these men brought out to use as a weapon of defense 
against their enemies, when you actually go look at what was what was what the ark was consisted of, they talk about the mercy seat that sits on the right side of the ark, and these two cherubims that sit directly over the mercy seat to cover the mercy seat. But what are they really telling you? What are they telling you? Do you know cherubim in the organic language, the Phoenician, Hebrew, whatever you want to call it, language, means an imaginary future? That's what the name means. Cherubim means to have an imaginary future. That's what that means. And they're talking about a holy seat that sits on the right. But what are they talking about? They're talking about the hippocampus on the right in the right hemisphere of the brain that actually deals with your ability to imagine, that deals with your ability to visualize. So when you understand these phenomenons on a quantum level, these priests, right, who wrote this in this organic text were trying to tell you that if you, when you think you're in trouble, you have a defense mechanism that when you tap into it and become the operating power of it, you, whoever's your enemy, better look out because you're able to create phenomenon from a fourth-dimensional place back into this 3D reality. And we're not going to go back too far into that. That's, that's real. We did that long enough. We did that three years to show and prove that science over and over and over and over and over again. But just to, to bring clarity so that we'll know that these stories and these texts is not secular history. This, it is an autobiography of men and women who actually went through the experience of awakening from within or being birthed out of their skull, i.e. Golgotha, the Christ buried in Golgotha. All of us are the Christ, that are, and we're buried in our own skulls. And when we have that moment of elation, when we wake up, right, uh, through certain practices, people utilize certain practices to wake up that dormant energy or that serpent in the body. But using imagination is a way that that energy also becomes quickened because you start to use the Christ energy in you that utilizes fourth-dimensional thinking. So when you get into these stories about the Christ and the fig tree and saying, you know, I don't have to wait and the next day it was plentiful, yada, 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 they're trying to give you examples of what happens to man and woman when they awaken to that level and understand that their imagination is God in the flesh and utilize that particular component of themselves. So, uh, man, we appreciate you, man, you know, for, for organizing these chuffies and getting everybody on the same page, man, uh, uh, the discipline to be able to run this over and over and over and over again so that people can finally step into it and realize the mastery of themselves and not really worry about what's going on externally to them because they realize at that point I'm creating everything anyway. You know what I mean? That's right. Um, but, man, we got a few more callers here on the line, uh, and I don't want to leave anybody out. We might have about 30 more minutes. So I got a caller calling in from the 954-483. Peace. You're on the air. Peace, Drew and Ampu. This is Nicole calling from Florida. Hey, hey Nicole, what's up? what's up? How are you? It was a pleasure meeting everybody for the first time, and um, I really appreciate the seminar. It was something that I really needed in my life at this time, trying to take things to the next level and um, enhancing my manifestation. What it is. 
what it is. So um, just give the people an idea, man. How did, how, how did you feel? What, what, what's your overall interpretation of the trip? How do you feel now that we're a week removed? What do you feel like? What's your, what's your feeling like? I still feel wonderful, still magical. Um, the meditation That's we good. did, oh, and I'm going to piggyback on what Aldo said. I've lived in Florida for quite a long time, and I've never seen fog on the beach like that, ever, Ooh. ever. Wow. And when we sat down to do our meditation and we opened our eyes, it was just beautiful blue skies. It was amazing. It was amazing. And that was my first time, I think, doing concentrated thought and meditation like that with a group. So wow. that was very magical. And, and let me say this. Now that you mentioned that, now that you mentioned that with a group, mm-hmm. now let me explain the science of what happened out there to everybody that's still on the line listening. In the realm of the quantum, when we're dealing with light and we unify our thoughts together, right, and we, and we become this energy that is bound together in a field, when ele- I, I said this before, when electrons become stimulated at the same time in the same place, and it's enough radiation buildup, they release something called photons. And when multiple electrons release photons in the same region at the same time, this is, this is what science calls a laser beam, okay? So imagine 20-some-odd people sitting on the beach in collective meditation together, right, with similar goals, using similar techniques, and uh, becoming bound together, what happened on that beach was we created a psycho-spiritual laser, and it was proven for those who were on the beach. The only section on the beach that became blue skies, no fog, was the section that we were directly in front of doing the meditation. If you look to the right and you look to the left, it was still fog as thick as bread out there, okay? The only region on the beach where all of a sudden the fog decided to dissipate and leave was directly in front of us to show that we created a laser to pierce through that fog for those 20 minutes while we were out there doing our meditative and imaginal acts, we became the projector, right, or the sun, the one that projects the light, or Ra. We became that as a unified field, right, or what we call sunlight or sun rays. We became that in that region of time and space to create that phenomenon. So I'm glad that the people were there experience that because we've done it before, we've talked about it before, but it's nothing like being there to see it in person because at that point you have an experience that you're going to remember forever. And whenever you exactly. run into any fog or obstacle, you know all you got to do is sit down, get still, and turn yourself into a projector and create photonic energy to cut straight through it. That's the science. So, Nicole, we appreciate you for coming out. Uh, it was nice to meet you. Member of the Toel Love Fund right here. She just, she's, a, she's a supporter of Mac, man, and, and, we, and we thank From you. From the beginning. <laughs> uh, that's right. From the beginning. 
we 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 we, yep. we thank you for that, man. And we had a wonderful time. Everybody went out to eat. We had a beautiful time that Friday night. The vibe was just right, man. Everybody was kicking it. We didn't have no issues. I mean, none. People were doing their own thing, whatever they into, and it was just great, man. So, again, Nicole, I want to say thank you for coming out. Well, much success to you all and to everybody on the manifestation. Um, and I'll see you guys in Mount Shasta. All right. That's what it is. That's what it is. Thank you. Peace. Peace. No, we still there? Yes, sir. All right, we got another caller here. Caller from, uh, I think this is an online, the 11111 number. Peace, you live and on the air? Caller from hey. 111. Peace. Hey, this is Cassidra. I don't know why I came up 111. Hmm, I wonder. <laughs> I don't know, man. You you on that 1111 11 vibe over there or something. I don't know. You Let's get on my copyright over there. The what you doing? I don't know. What's going on? Okay, I'm having big magic. Wanna, um, hey, on it. Oh, my God. The trip was absolutely awesome. It was so Divine, I must say, um, I had a good time. Every time um, <clears throat> we could get together as a family on these next trips, it's always just a divine time, no matter what. Like Patrice was saying, you know, even though we might have it planned one way, it always end up another way, and it's always good, no matter what. Um, I didn't get a chance to experience the skydive, which is okay. I ain't tripping because obviously uh, the universe had me uh, lined up to do um, others because even the morning that they went out to do um, the skydiving, I ended up doing healing sessions with uh, Nicole and Patrice. So that so mm-hmm. you know I feel that that that's what my divine will was to do you know that morning. So that's what it was, along with my sister's name did jump. So I take that as, as, as if though they did it for me. You know what I mean? That's that's what it was meant to be, and that's what happened. They did that for me. So, yes, my fears was released. I feel <coughs> as if though anything could be conquered. Um, the conference that you did on Friday night, even now, when you was uh, doing the intro of the show, you're really dropping some hot jewels, G. I mean, uh, ju- uh, hot jewels. Uh, seriously, I mean, <laughs> I mean, sometimes laughing at me too. But anyway, I am so serious because we have got, you know, becoming adults, we have got away from imagination. We have totally, like, suppressed that even with thought. We don't even use that anymore. And just by you saying that just really opened me up and just know that just the mind is very, very powerful and just just use it and just use the universe and just conquer whatever it is that you want to conquer. It's there. And like you said, the movie, play it out every single day. You know what I mean? Even for myself, I know even from the the uh, power of speaking words, the power of manifestation just by speaking words, I haven't experienced that since I've been with the Mac family. So I'm telling you, that was powerful. 
powerful, and people really need to take heed of that. You know what I mean? And um, everything is great. I'm awesome. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good. It's good to hear you, man. Like, everybody, I told no. I said, your sisters, when they jump, they just couldn't stop smiling. They smile. Yeah. They just smile for the rest. They just they probably still smiling somewhere. You know what I'm saying? But um, they are. It was great. It was great. It was great. It was great. It was great, Cassandra. And um, you know, this this is one of my favorite people, man, right here, man. Cause she's so yeah. earth, man. Really real, man. Just really real, man. And on her grind and doing her thing. And um. I just appreciate you for being authentically children, and uh, we'll see you out in Shasta. Oh, yeah, I'm there. I'm ready. I'm ready to experience that. (laughs) I am so there. But peace, love, and blessings to um, Pooh, Brother Jew, and the whole entire Max family, and you all just have a gorgeous day. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Peace. Peace. I think we got. I got to get back to one more caller because I promised her that I will open her line back up. Um, da, 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 where is she at here? All right. I think this is Tamika nine three nine three five eight. Yep, that's me. <laughs> okay. All right, sis. That sounds much better. Yeah. Even if I didn't speak again, just being just being on the call and listening to all of the Jews that was dropped was would fill me completely. I was I'm full enough from, from the knowledge. I give thanks. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah, y'all. So it was it was it was super bomb diggy. Um anybody that's still on the line, man, um, we got probably a few minutes. Oh I think oh, oh look at this warrior calling in. But to, to me, you got any last things you want to say, or, 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 or are you good? Yeah, you know, I just want to, um, you know, again, say give gratitude to the whole Max family, the beautiful people that I've met. Um, it's really surreal, you know, being experiencing all of this. I am so thankful. All right, I think this I think this big sister Keith. Keith, you there? Call it from the seven three zero nine nine nine. That's you, Keith. What up, Keith? Yep. I'm, what's going on, you? What's popping? Not too much. Just listening, enjoying the show. I was thinking about when Ampu said Orlando Magic, and man, that makes sense because that's all that I got. Like when we were there, and ever since we left there. That's all that I see. That right there was one of the best trips ever. And it Mm -hmm. is always going to mean a lot to me because I was able to share it with my grandma, you know. And not only that, like, Reg came, like, my family never comes with me, you know, on my mat trips or anything like that. I pretty much be, like, working. So that trip right there, it was very, very awesome. I, I just continue to hope and pray that there's even better experiences. And, Ju, I wanted to tell you on air, because I know I already told you, but I want to tell you on air, you are magnificent. That workshop that you did, man, I still lay and think about the things that you were saying. You're awesome. I remember, like, 
your very first beginning, you know, with Matt to now. And when I'm <laughs> when I have a ceremony, a wedding ceremony, you will be the person to marry us. I promise you. You're definitely my one and only minister forever. Oh man, Keith, thank you, man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. Yep, yep. So so that's what it is, y'all. You know, make it to the website. Uh, get the Shasta. It's going to be on. Trust me. It's going to be live. We're going to do it big in Cali. Um, it's just going to get better as we go. And, um, I mean, if the Mac family, if Noble, Keisha, y'all ain't got nothing else to say, man, uh, I guess we're going to sign out. I don't see anybody else with their hand up. So I think I got through all of the callers. Uh, we're going to close this thing out, man. All right. Yeah, I'm good, man. We said everything, man. Thanks, everybody, man, for for coming out and and supporting it. And um, share with a friend, man. We'll see you on the next one. Oh, one last thing. Hold on. One last thing. One last thing. Anybody that's on this line and went to that trip, remember what we said at the ceremony, because I want this to be remain a stain in your consciousness. Remember those faces and pray for everybody that was there. Make Make that part of your journey. Uh, because you all are now entangled. You're entangled. That's a term that they use in quantum physics. We have become entangled. We have done something special and significant with one another. So keep those people in your mind, keep them in your prayers, and seeing them having the best, see them having the most. Because when you understand the science, in the book of Job, he wasn't restored back to what he had until he prayed for his friends. And it's, a, it's an actual science behind that and I'll probably get into that in the workshop where I get into some of the medical science where they talk, where they show these studies for prayer and document the sources so that you guys can go back and do the research about how powerful it is when you do that. So we'll see y'all in Shopping, man. With that, the Prime Minister is going to sign off, man. Peace. Good deal. Peace.